Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Rosca Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Rosca Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Rosca Jr. Hello, everyone. I'm George Rosca. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 101 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system. System, including the infiltration of critical theory through a teaching pedagogy, uh, more formally known as social emotional learning or SEL. That's right, George. You know, we've reported on SEL in the past, but recently we've just published a, a complete essay on this topic. And we think it's so important that we should walk uh, our listeners through this essay. So why don't we uh, jump right into it? Um, why is this topic so important? Well, the major reason is that social-emotional learning is not what most people think it is. In fact, we call it a Trojan horse for critical theory. And by the way, um, you can go to our website uh, right on the front page, and if you scroll down a little bit, uh, you'll see social-emotional learning. Just click on that button, and you can download uh, the document from there. But uh, to get started, um, why do we say it's a Trojan horse? Well, it's a, it's a kind of a, a replacement parenting model <clears throat> where the state is stepping in to replace parents to teach things like values, uh, ethics, decision-making, and self-management, uh, but not from the perspective of most, what most parents think. Uh, because another purpose of SEL is to serve as a carefully disguised vehicle for really George Marxist-inspired critical theory. In, in SEL, everything, in fact, is filtered through a woke or critical theory worldview. And that's exactly it, Mark. And if we trace um, back where SEL started from in the 1960s um, and the Yale School of Medicine in Connecticut, a, a gentleman by the name of James Comer, uh, in an attempt to cope with school children's behavioral and emotional problems, piloted what was called the Comer School development program. And really the object was um, not just to uh, teach academics, but to treat what is referred to as the whole child. And this effort really then percolated among researchers uh, over until the, the mid-1990s uh, when the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning, or CASEL, uh, was established in Chicago. And since that time, SEL has rolled out in some version or another, in most schools throughout our nation. So I guess the it begs the question, what is the mission of SCL? Well, according to Castle, it's to help make evidence-based social and emotional learning an integral part of education from, get this, preschool through high school. We envision, they say, all children and adults as self-aware who work together to create a more inclusive, just an equitable world. Now, that might sound good. I mean, these are buzzwords that we hear a lot in classrooms today. But SEL is really a program of social engineering disguised as what Castle calls a lever for equity. 
not equality, George. In fact, in critical theory, equity refers to opportunity and wealth redistribution based on intersecting models of victimhood and depression. And parents, you have to be aware that, you know, Castle is out to accomplish a mission. And this mission is called mm-hmm. systemic implementation. Um, and th- this is what they, they quote here. This systemic approach ensures that SEL is woven into all students' educational experiences. More than a single lesson or activity, SEL is integrated across key settings where students live and learn, which is the classroom, schools, homes, and communities. It also aligns school district and state policies, resources, and actions to support SEL. And they also state that federal policies play a critical role in creating ripe conditions for supportive environments and rich learning experiences. Yeah, George, we both know that, um, and parents, you're likely not going to find SEL in a titled course or specific curriculum. It comprises what uh, academics call critical pedagogy, which is insidiously woven into all class discussions and exercises throughout the entire school experience. So this indoctrination happens through role-playing, scenario discussions, uh, group psychology discussions. In fact, it's meant to permeate the entire school experience. Here's a quote. SEL should pervade every aspect of a school district's work, from the superintendent's office to academics and core priorities. And one of the things, Mark, that is shocking when we started to really dig into SEL is this concentric circle diagram that Castle puts out, which at the center, the smallest circle and the core, is social-emotional learning, followed by the second greater circle on the outside of it, uh, which is are the the five areas that they want to teach your children, which is self awareness, self management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision making. But right after that, instead of saying, "Well, this comes from the home; these are values; these are this is character based training," they say, "Well, it's the classroom that becomes the first place that should teach these things." And then right after that, the next circle is the schools. And barely after that, it's the families. So Castle and social-emotional learning clearly is trying to make families, parents, a distant third um, entity that plays a role in imbuing their children with these values. Yeah, and they choose this language very carefully. I mean, if, if you look at the spokes, George, that you mentioned, we, we see things like self-awareness, self-management. Uh, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making. And this wording was very carefully chosen because which one of these is not desirable when taught according to a virtuous worldview by caring parents with, with a degree of wisdom, wise caregivers, parents, extended family members, uh, church members, trusted friends. But the underlying uh, worldview of SEL, critical theory, is anything but virtuous. And the administrators of it are inspired not by the spiritual and emotional well-being of our children, but by an agenda-driven ideology. And so, parents, as you research, we mentioned 1994, Castle started. And if you look at the reports from the 90s to the 2000s, 
their language starts to change because they're on a mission. They they know that they're just trying to slowly and slowly and slowly get to what they're ultimately all about. And so if you look at their most recent reports right now in the 20 teens and now the 2020s, you will see the language changing. And here's what Castle says about SEL. They're now moving to a model called transformative SEL, by which they mean transforming in equitable settings and systems and promoting justice-oriented civic engagement. The question is, what is inequitable and justice according to who? Yeah, Castle further defines transformative SEL as, quote, a process whereby young people and adults build relationships that facilitate co-learning to critically examine root causes of inequity. This form of SEL is aimed at redistributing power, there's that language again, to more fully engage young people and adults in working toward a just and equitable uh, schools and communities. And so they further this by saying that SEL should support uh, or should, should accomplish a particular agenda by conditioning children to, quote, reflect on personal and social identities by examining their prejudices and biases, interrogating social norms, disrupting and resisting inequities, and co-constructing equitable and just solutions. Furthermore, they say prioritizing students' individual and collective agency to take action for more schools and communities. So despite the fancy graphic and the spokes, uh, learning things about trusted relationships and self-management and discipline, uh, parents, you should be able to begin to see what's really going on here. Uh, SEL is a Trojan horse, more about conditioning a nation of activists in the mold of critical theory than it is emotion management. Um, and while, again, George, as you stated, you know, parents are sort of brought in at some point in the process, they're a distant third place beside, uh, behind uh, school teachers, uh, school administrators, and the entire public school system. And so, Mark, now we, we want to turn our attention to something else here because SEL as a pedagogy trying to basically do social engineering and, and, and um, give a different worldview for, for our kids to work with uh, in their lives. One of the interesting things that has happened also uh, fairly recently is that they are now talking about something called the whole child model, um, which the CDC even has adopted, and they're calling it the whole school, whole community, whole child model. Um, and I, I still remember back in 2018, 2019, when we started POK and we started going and talking around. And I remember some of the teachers uh, who would come up to us and talk to us after our conferences, they started to give us hints like, hey, we're, we're being told and we're being trained with this whole, whole child model approach that the unions are starting to push. And it, it wasn't really clear how this is all going to come out. But here we are, you know, in 2023, and now all of the stuff is out in the open. There are, there are full on reports that really portray and give you the insider's look on what, what this whole child or whole school model is about. Um, Mark, let's unpack this for our listeners. Yeah, I mean, look at how insidious this is. Uh, this term, the whole child, 
academics, uh, public school education used to be about teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic. And George, you and I have talked many times on this program how we are utterly failing in those respects. We are not producing educated uh, adults that can compete on a world stage. We, we see this from the Pew Foundation and other reporting institutions, which, which tell us that despite spending more money per child than virtually any industrial nation on earth, our kids are lacking way behind uh, other developing nations. But now, going beyond that, the public school system is purporting to treat not just reading, writing, and arithmetic, which they're failing at. We're going to teach your whole child this this sort of an enveloping idea where we're going to step in and teach values to them. We're going to replace you, parents. And the whole child concept comes from an organization called the Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. And they state it's an effort to transform from a focus on narrowly defined academic achievement to one that promotes a long-term development and success of all children. Now, that sounds good, but another organization, Teach for America, describes the whole child like this. The whole child approach, together with social and emotional learning, so the two are inextricably linked, aim to build skills and foster behaviors to accelerate students' progress and help them to navigate through life. Now, navigating through life used to be the job of parents, extended family, uh, the church community, not the public school system, but that's what's going on here. And parents, if you live in the state of California, uh, we just want you to know that our governor is even taking this so seriously uh, that on our governor's office, uh, on their website, uh, they state that social-emotional learning is the cornerstone of California's education system. And they're, they're saying things like inclusive behavior instruction, inclusive transformative social-emotional instruction, and even mental health. And all of this is under an umbrella uh, that is called MTSS. And this has been actually around for quite some time, but now they're coming out, and as as I've mentioned, how from the '90s to the 20 teens to the you know 20 2000s to the 20 teens, and now to the 2020s, uh, what you will see is that their whole agenda is playing out. It started off by just you know social emotional learning. We want to you know capture the entire child's needs, um, and then it went to this MTSS. Uh, multiple tiers of support, um, and and now MTSS is being undergirded truly by the worldview of critical theory because finally they came out to say that we want it to be transformative, inclusive, equitable. And so the, we're finally getting this entire whole picture. They're not hiding anything anymore. Yeah, and remember, parents, that uh, there's not a specific class or curriculum on this. Uh, it, it's sort of woven in throughout the entire educational experience. So you could be in a mathematics class or a history class, and all of a sudden, because the teacher now has been trained in this in this pedagogy, a method of teaching to introduce these concepts. In fact, in California, the Department of Education is advancing its own version of transformative SEL, where educators are tasked for creating educational climates that are welcoming, inclusive, culturally responsive, identity-affirming and empowering for all students. 
And again, George, these are all code words for critical theory. And, you know, other often used terms in SEL like welcoming and inclusive and identity affirming um, relate to programs that promote sex and gender theory throughout K through 12 education. The culturally responsive, quote unquote, really relates to uh, critical pedagogy where children are trained to be critically conscious through which they learn to challenge the oppressive or dominant power structures of the status quo. And really, all of these concepts stem from Hegel's dialectic um, and Marxism. Uh, California really is becoming the vanguard for implementing this pedagogy through a, the program called Advanced SEL in California. And what's what's really shocking, as we've seen through um, a bunch of these, you know, little memes or, or posts that have been placed online is uh, Dina Simmons. She is a very, very famous in the space. Uh, she, we quote her when she said, what's the point of teaching children about conflict resolution skills, right? That's one of the p- parts of SEL. If we're not talking about the conflicts that exist about racism or white supremacy. Uh, such a concern, George, but there's even a bigger concern uh, if there can be. Uh, it's not bad enough that they're teaching this stuff to our kids in the public schools. They are collecting massive amounts of data all around this concept of social-emotional learning and keeping records of it that can be used for various purposes. In fact, there are entire organizations that have been set up to capture, monitor, collect, and send this information, market this information uh, to employers. Um, it, it, it's quite frightening. Um, in fact, some of the, the questions that are posed to children all along the, the school uh, experience are, what are you feeling today? Uh, how do you respond to critical theory themes? Uh, what is your emotional state? How did your parents treat you today? Did you come to school feeling happy uh, or sad? And if, you're, if you came to school feeling sad, why is that? What is your gender identity? How did you arrive at this? I mean, there's an entire raft of questions designed to tease out of children, not just their academic state, their emotional state, their worldview, and to capture this information. George, one famous company uh, that's that's uh, uh, on the vanguard of this is Panorama Education. It provides surveys to consistently track a child's SEL metrics. Examples are a child's behaviors, feelings, and attitudes. And depending on the scores, a child's answer may trigger interventions for further SEL conditioning. So you can imagine, you know, now now we're testing kids on their emotional state. And if the school system is not seeing what they want, uh, maybe specialists can come in to more psychologically uh, respond uh, to a child's needs as the public school sees them. And this is where we get the huge rise in school counselors that are being hired, all under the guise of providing mental health services, especially post-pandemic. And what is their approach to how they're going to treat your child? Well, it's going to be the standards of SEL. And, Mark, you mentioned Panorama. Um, I think parents should also be aware that Panorama is is actually owned and run by a, the gentleman who is the son-in-law to the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland. And we all know what the Attorney General of the United States feels about parents. We're just domestic terrorists. 
Now, that's right, George. Um, so how might this information actually be used? Well, most people have heard about the social credit score system at work in uh, repressive uh, societies like China. Uh, they're famous for this. Uh, folks, that's coming to America, uh, where you can imagine that employers now are asking for this information from the public schools to see if the child is sufficiently indoctrinated to become a good citizen. In fact, um, a survey showed that 59% of hiring managers say that they would benefit from knowing what a job candidate's SEL scores were. How, resp- how widespread is SEL? Well, uh, we have a linkable graph in the document that you can download that shows how it's being implemented, George, in virtually every state of the union. So this begs the question, in the time that we have left, what can parents do? Well, first of all, uh, you have to go and meet with your teachers, uh, even with your principal, uh, maybe even with your school district um, superintendent. Um, you you have to take go through all of those steps to figure out how SEL is being implemented, uh, where it's being implemented, and in, in which you know in in, in which classes. Uh, like Mark, you mentioned earlier, it could be taught in class in math class. How? Well, in word problems, you know, word problems are no longer going to be you know if, if Johnny has five apples and he gave two away to Mary, how many does he have left? Those word problems are now really infused with social justice and, and critical theory-based uh, examples. So you have to go and have these tough conversations, first of all, with your school teacher, with the principal if you're not getting anywhere, and then go to the superintendent's office. And if they're not forthcoming with information, you always have the legal right to uh, send a, a Freedom of Information Act request that they have to respond to. Um, every state in the union has a form of this uh, where we sit in California. Um, there's the California Public Records Act, uh, and it's just a, a pretty simple form that you can fill out and you can demand to find out how this uh, indoctrination is being administered in your school system. George, we also recommend that parents immediately opt out of all SEL critical theory-inspired instructional surveys. This is a uh, an essential step that, that parents need to take. And finally, George, we advise parents to get your kids out of the public school system. You just cannot escape what we call the triple threat, sex and gender theory, critical race theory, and now the third and dangerous tier, social and emotional learning. It is everywhere. So if there's any way you can remove your children from the public school system for private or homeschooling, we strongly recommend it. It's that important. Most definitely. And Mark, that's uh, all the time we have for today. We're going to have to call it a wrap. Uh, But parents, listeners, please go to our website at protectourkidsnow.org to find out a lot more information. You can download our brochures. Uh, The one that we just walked you through right now is our social-emotional learning fact sheet. Um, we have a similar one for for comprehensive sexuality education. Uh, we have a triple threat brochure that takes you through all three in a much more summarized fashion that is easily you know shareable uh, both virtually or you can ask us to to print those for you. Uh, we'll send out those brochures. Uh, watch and share our videos. We have a lot of videos on this topic, and even for the social emotional learning, there is a specific like eight to 10 minute video on this topic that you can share 
download our How to Start a Private School or an Alternative School Guide. Uh, we walk you through 10 easy steps of things you, you should consider if you're thinking about homeschooling, private schooling, or some other kind of hybrid in between. Um, also, if you want Mark and I to come out and speak to your, your group, your church, uh, a parent group that has been rising up in your school district, uh, there is a speaker button uh, on our front page. Uh, please get in touch with us. We will gladly come out and, and speak with you. And then we also have our donate button. You can become part of our Guardian Angels program, um, which we definitely need the support of all of our listeners. So that way Mark and I and our entire team here at Protect Our Kids uh, can continue doing this hard work of protecting children all across the country and informing and educating uh, you as parents uh, as to what exactly is happening in our public schools. Uh, so thank you for listening and thank you for watching. And we will see you next time on Say What? Take care. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What?